0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans
1: in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, we always talk a lot on the show about various ways Americans should be saving for retirement. And of course, with good reason. After all, a comfortable and enjoyable retirement is the way you reward yourself for a life of hard work and financial discipline. And as you probably already know, there's no shortage of television, social media, and radio ads touting the latest retirement income products, portfolios, and whatnot. And sure, many of those products could be great additions to your strategy, but here's a retirement savings question that might not get asked very often. Are there times when you should stop saving for retirement? even if only temporarily. But but before we uh, address that intriguing question, I'm pleased to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, with us again, as always. Tony, how are things in your world today? Well, they were going fine, but you just shook things up. <laughs> uh, saying
0: you're going to talk about stop saving for retirement. Uh, every show, you harp on how we have to be saving for retirement. So I'm fascinated by this topic today it sounds like an interesting twist, first of all. But yeah, before we get into that, I'm doing great. As you know, I I spent a a few days this past week helping to move my father-in-law into senior living. And that's another thing we've talked about in the past on the show, but uh, it went well. I mean, it's not easy downsizing and moving and, you know, it's an upheaval in a life. Uh, and you know, sometimes that can be tough, but I think it's all for the better. And, uh, He and his wife, I think, are really liking the new place. So that's good. We got them all settled, and they have a lot of amenities there. So... Uh, that's good but a lot of hard work uh, and I'm glad to be back glad to be on the show with you today how have you been Greg what's going on
1: oh well I had a busy week too I know we talked about that uh, off-air last week um, that you were going up there to help your father and law I'm glad you you got that done and we did our yeah. first um, workshop for our federal employees up in Alaska so I'm trying to become the Hawaii Alaska connection
0: yeah, and, uh, we that's had a, awesome.
1: yeah we had a really good turnout um, No technical glitches. um, Had a lot of good questions, and so it was a it was a pleasure talk. It was funny. Everyone asked me like how the weather is down here. You know, as we broadcast from Hawaii, (laughs) they were a lot of them were near Anchorage, and they're like, "Yeah, it's six degrees today." Yeah, and and I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm going to be going surfing as soon as this uh, (laughs) seminar is over." (laughs) I don't
0: know if that's a good way to endear people to want to work with you or, or anger them.
1: I know. Yeah. I, you know, someone has to do it. They, that's. <laughs> hey, it's retirement paradise. If they start working with you
0: and are diligent, uh, they can retire in Hawaii and and enjoy some of that sun, right?
1: That's right. You know, if we hope host a uh, client appreciation event, probably what we would do is um, have a drawing for our Alaska clients and fly a couple uh, down for, for an event down here.
0: See, there you go. There's, there's added incentive for all you folks listening in Alaska. And for those in Hawaii, well, you're already living the dream. So, <laughs> uh, but actually, Alaska's uh, talk about our two most beautiful states. I mean, really, uh, Alaska and Hawaii. It doesn't get much more beautiful than that. Uh, so both picturesque. You're kind of uh, the the financial advisor to the most beautiful states in the country. So uh, you really you're fortunate there. And I know you'll go up to visit your clients up there in Alaska, and especially if the You know, uh, all the COVID restrictions aside, hopefully, once we get that uh, vaccine, uh, you'll be able to do some more traveling between the two. But in the meantime, there's the podcast, and again, an interesting twist today. I mean, uh, I I know you and I, Greg, were both advocates for building a robust financial and retirement strategy to to set people up for a strong quality of life in retirement. It's hard to imagine how one of the ways we might get there is to stop saving for retirement. But I also notice you use the word temporarily stop. And I'm guessing that word's going to be critical during our discussion today.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, little off topic than normal, which was what uh, kind of fascinated me about uh, this topic today. And let's just say that that word temporarily is going to be a permanent part of the discussion. Um, so, you know, certainly with our current pandemic-raged economy, uh, it's a major contributor to why some people may need to stop saving at this time for retirement. But for some of the reasons we're going to highlight, uh, really apply to any time, whether the economy is up, down, you know, post-pandemic, whatever. And I chose this topic after reading a recent U.S. News & World Report article, and this one was titled, Eight Times to Stop Saving for Retirement. And so I was kind of glued to it, and I found it to be uh, really insightful.
0: Yeah, well, let's jump right in. What's the first thing... Uh,
1: that you'd cite as a reason for temporarily halting saving for retirement? Well, the first one probably won't come as too much of a surprise. It's during a health crisis. It may be beneficial or perhaps even essential to pause uh, saving for retirement. So as many of our listeners are already keenly aware of, if you get slapped with medical expenses that your insurance doesn't cover, those bills have to be paid out of your own pocket. And I think we can all agree that health care is not cheap. Well, that it isn't. I mean, I keep waiting for my doctor's office
0: to offer Groupons. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, what's the easiest way then to take a break from saving for retirement in order to cover those medical bills?
1: Well, the simplest and probably most common way uh, that will work for a lot of people is to pause your your 401k um, or TSP contributions and instead put that money into your savings so you can access it to cover those medical bills. You know when it comes out of, to out of pocket, um spending that money on medical bills making sure that your assets are liquid is very important so let me just take a moment again to emphasize that word temporary here Uh, 401ks are absolutely essential for millions of americans in fact for many it's the linchpin of a successful retirement and that means that once you're caught up on your medical bills you should immediately restart those contributions so don't put it off I can't stress that enough. It's it's easy for one month to turn into a few months, to turn into a year, and then you get used to that extra pay and, and you buy a new car and eventually you might not ever catch up on those retirement savings. And this could lead to serious repercussions in your retirement strategy down the line.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're working so hard, uh, you want to make sure you're able to uh, live comfortably in retirement. So any advice on what a person should do if they end up saving, say, more than they need for additional medical bills?
1: Uh, I like that question, and the, and the good news is, of course, yeah, there's numerous options for people who might find themselves in that situation. Uh, any extra money that's built up can always be invested for retirement later. Uh, a traditional or even a Roth IRA could be a fantastic option in that situation. And, of course, working with a financial services professional could probably be a good move because they'll have insights on how to get into Get your retirement savings back on track after that temporary halt. Yeah. And not only that, but if you
0: have an ongoing relationship with a financial professional like yourself, uh, they're going to be a good go to if you do end up in a health crisis. You know, they'll be able to help you find ways to cover those dreaded out of pocket expenses without jeopardizing your future. And I know that's something you can help our listeners with. I mean, uh,
1: that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, having somebody in your corner for all sorts of curveballs, you know, is is, yeah. is is good. And healthcare expenses and pausing for retirement are, you know, can be uh, anxiety-inducing scenarios. You know, so don't uh, don't go it alone.
0: Yeah, that's the good message there. And this has been a great show so far. A great topic. An interesting take. On things, a unique uh, look at things and what you might need to do. Uh, Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, I'd like to encourage any of our listeners to please visit my website. You can go to therogroup.org or you can give us a call at 808-791-2924. If you have any questions on our topics today or any past shows that you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play or just go to retirementparadise.radio.com. Right, and you know,
0: we're talking about uh, different scenarios when it might make sense to temporarily pause your saving for retirement to focus on other, f- you know, important financial priorities and uh, saving for retirement is the bedrock of most people's financial strategies and something that you stress. So, I'm guessing this topic is causing more than a few sets of ears to perk up, but I know you've talked a little bit today already about halting saving for retirement to get caught up on health care bills. Uh, how else can we, uh, would we maybe need to stop saving for retirement?
1: Well, the next scenario um, that kind of perked my ears in the article, which is one that I happen to agree with, is you might want to pause your retirement savings so you can get rid of high interest credit card debt. Yeah. So if you're currently saddled with, you know, just a ton of overwhelming debt and you're just making the minimums and it's a hole you'll never climb out of um, it may be a wise move just to take a small break from your retirement savings so you can get rid of that credit card debt once and for all and as the article notes uh, the interest that you're paying on your credit cards may very well wipe out the gains that you're enjoying in your retirement strategy i mean it's hard to get uh, double digit returns you know consistently and yet these credit card companies are doing it every day yeah that's crazy uh, it's crazy. Some days it makes me think maybe I should have started a credit card
0: company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, definitely not. But yeah, I mean, obviously uh, saving for retirement is huge, <clears throat> and, and that's going to be really important. And it it means getting all your credit cards under control is going to have financial payoffs beyond just reducing your monthly expenses. Uh, you know, you're right. I mean, if your credit card has an interest of seventeen percent or more, and your retirement accounts are earning eight percent you've obviously got a gap there that you're going to want to address as quickly as possible,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, very good point. And um, that topic actually comes up in a reverse situation where people always ask, hey, should I pay off my house, you know, and and, uh, should I take money from my investments to pay off my house? And so you use that example, 17 working against you, 8 working for you. And then you have to ask yourself, well, if you can get 8% working for you and your mortgage is only costing you 3 would you rather spend your money to have it work for you at eight? Or would you rather spend your money to have it not work against you at three? So that's, that's the uh, key of leverage right there. Um, right. So the next scenario um, to take a short break from savings was it's kind of an obvious one. This one didn't really stick out for me. And that's, of course, if you become unemployed and you, know, you lose yeah. lose your job or you're laid off uh, is always a terrifying prospect that if you find yourself in that position, you know, you got to take the necessary steps to get through it. But if you or your spouse um, takes a pause in in employment and the income kind of drops, obviously, you want to pull back on your retirement savings until your situation stabilizes.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of a no-brainer, especially if you are contributing to a retirement account through work and they're automatically taking out of your paycheck and you get laid off or you're unemployed. That's going to stop regardless, probably. And you're not going to be able to afford to contribute to a retirement account at that point, more than likely. So uh, I would agree there. Obviously, the pandemic has caused economic fallout and unemployment, uh, in that scenario, I think it's another good place to remind folks that they should be working with a financial professional like you, Greg, to help build a financial strategy that can ease you through the temporary unemployment and look at where you're at and where you need to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if one spouse you know, lost their job or took a big cut, but the other person's still working, it might not actually occur to people that, you know, oh, I better stop contributing to my employer-sponsored plan because they just got so used to it. So it's kind of a good idea if you need right. extra income to take a look at that. But definitely, Tony, yep. a robust financial strategy uh, may help you prepare for numerous scenarios. Now, the next place in the article to take a temporary halt for from uh, saving for retirement is that it may be a wise move if you're starting a new business. So it's no big surprise to say that launching a business is can be uh, expensive. There's inventory, supplies, equipment, advertising, office space. You know, if you have a, a solid business plan in place, you can stop saving for retirement and then start it up again once your business becomes profitable.
0: Well, yeah, and that's that's the ultimate American dream for a lot of people is owning their own business or starting up a business. But uh, like you say, the dream needs money. <laughs> so uh, what are the potential negative consequences to pausing your retirement strategy, though, to start a business?
1: There are, uh, there are a few, for sure. And the bottom line is that the money that you're saving for retirement is meant to be there for decades and when you're not able to work anymore. Uh, so if your business doesn't take off in the way that you're anticipating, and there's always risk, um, you could struggle to, to catch up on those savings. Now, I don't want to scare anyone off from going after their dream. I would just urge that if it's um, done with strategizing and a deep understanding of the risk and rewards.
0: Right. Great point, Greg. And if our listeners want to get something set up, uh, a financial strategy or a retirement strategy, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Um, You can always give us a call at 808-791-2924. Also feel free to go to the website. That's the, T-H-E, letter R, letter O, group.org, the R-O group.org. You can click the contact us link in the upper right and drop me a line anytime. All right. That sounds great.
0: And this is a great conversation about when it might be okay and even necessary to temporarily stop saving for retirement. Uh, so what's next on the list?
1: Well, the next interesting scenario um, in the article is that uh, temporary pausing for retirement is might be a good idea when you're trying to buy a new home. So using the money you were dedicating to retirement for a larger down payment or to cover those closing costs might be an appropriate financial move. Right.
0: And that one makes a lot of sense to me. Depending on when you buy your home, its eventual equity might be particularly valuable when you retire. Uh, So that's a good thing. Uh, What's Mm -hmm. next?
1: Um, Next on the list is uh, building an emergency fund. And so this is another place where pausing your retirement may be beneficial. It's very important to have that emergency fund so that you don't have to tap into your retirement savings or investments especially when the market's not cooperating you know having enough cash to cover unforeseen expenses is really critical and uh, many experts recommend having enough money to cover expenses for six months to a year the golden rule is a minimum of three months um, but a comfortable number is somewhere between six and twelve it's going to depend on you know how that income is going to be replaced and if you have any other sources of income but that's kind of the basic rule and there's the coronavirus pandemic has kind of pointed out to a lot of us none of us really know what's uh waiting for us down the road so i just want to stress that again yeah the value of an emergency fund um is mainly because it will help you cover your expenses if you need it to it's tremendous uh, emotional value to it too tony um it's just a subtle reminder if you have your hours cut back you're going to need that cushion until you get back on your feet
0: Yeah. And the peace of mind it'll give you is great. And think about all the people that learned this lesson the hard way because of the pandemic. A lot of us don't have as much in our emergency fund as we should. And uh, we're all working toward that goal. But that's the thing about emergency funds is that it does have a clear endpoint, which is helpful. I mean, if you need to save $8,000 in your emergency fund, you know how to get there. And once you hit that number, you can pivot right back to
1: bulking up your retirement savings correct absolutely yes and yeah. if you need to tap into your emergency your unforeseen you know expenses that's therefore you don't have to worry about selling those ups and downs, uh, shares in the market. Yeah. Now another place where a temporary retirement savings pause may be beneficial. And there's that word again, you got to make sure it's temporary. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, and you, you're familiar with this one, my friend, uh, paying off student loans. <laughs> oh
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of folks
0: out there are uh, student loan debt is crazy. It's, it's as, as American as apple pie, right?
1: Yes. Uh, but unlike apple pie, they have a shelf life of more than a few days.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't even begin to count how many many uh, young, younger people I know, especially who feel absolutely burdened by their student loans. And, you know, my son's currently in his senior year of college, and I've got another one looking at college. So I know all about it. And, you know, we could debate whether or not, you know, these students who have all these student loans should have taken out the loans in the first place until we're blue in the face. But the reality is for millions of Americans, student loans are an
1: anchor that's just slowing down that journey to financial independence. Yep, exactly right, Tony. And if you have significant student loans, especially if you're just a few years out of school and you're still relatively young, um, it may well be to your advantage to aggressively attack those loans, um, take a pause on your retirement savings. But by setting the goal to get rid of those loans as fast as possible, you're going to provide yourself with a lot more financial flexibility in the future. You know, if you're 23 and you manage to get your student loans paid off before you're 30, you're kind of in the minority, but your financial future, and particularly as it pertains to retirement, could become much clearer. Well, that's right. And I think
0: that's my clue to once again mention working with a financial professional. But especially when you just get out of college and you get that first job, It's smart to sit down with a financial professional because they can help you devise a strategy that goes after that student loan debt while also addressing other financial needs and goals. And uh, the simplest way to put it is that somebody like yourself, Greg, is an advocate who's going to take your financial future seriously. And if you start at that point right out of college, uh, when you get your first full-time job out of college... No matter what it's doing, even if it's not what you went to school for, which is so often the case these days, you got to start putting away. You got to start contributing to that 401k or that, uh, you know, retirement program. You have to know where you're at there.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, one thing that the article didn't quite touch on, um, which I'd like to kind of amplify a little bit, is why well, it might be a good idea to. Put retirement savings kind of on the back burner i would encourage people even if you have a lot of student loan debt to start with at least like a tiny bit like a fifty dollar a month Um, it doesn't sound like a lot but the younger you are the more it adds up and then it really becomes a habit so doesn't mean forget about retirement until you're 30. what it means is you might want to aim to get rid of this high interest debt first um, but don't put it off completely and um, speaking of college um, Another example would be halting or putting a brief pause on your retirement savings it's to help your kids cover college. Um, it might be something to consider. So the article actually suggests continuing contributions to accounts that your employer matches. And you know, that's the golden rule, right? You don't leave any money right. on the table. But use those additional funds uh, to help with college rather than putting that additional ah. aside for retirement. Yeah. Uh, Doing so, that could help cover your child's college costs out of income and prevent them from taking on more debt. And then once your child has graduated, and Tony, you're right there, (laughs) you can rededicate that money to your own financial future.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think most parents probably have the desire to help their kids get through college, but it's important to take those steps in a very careful and calculated way, as you say.
1: Absolutely. And now that we've spent some time about um, when and why you should pause your savings, I thought it'd be a good idea to spend the last few minutes of our show today talking about ways that you might be able to quickly catch up after that pause is over. So uh, I'm going to cite another article here, and this is from uh, a CNBC article. And this is titled, 62% of Americans say they are behind on saving for retirement. Here's four ways to catch up. So this one has some really good insights. The first tip is to simply put your money to work for you. And the simplest way to do that is to make sure you're maxing out what you're putting in your employer-sponsored plan, your 401k, your TSP, or any similar type of vehicle. If your employer doesn't offer one, meet with a financial service professional and discuss traditional and Roth IRAs. Yeah. And other
0: options. I know you have a lot of different uh, tools uh, and tips and strategies in that uh, toolbox to help people prepare for retirement. And basically what you're saying, Greg, as you always do,
1: make money with your money. What could be better than that? Exactly. And uh, another good catch-up step is to make those contributions automatic. You know, when a chunk of, that's what's great about employer-sponsored plans, you know, is that you don't see them. They come up before your paycheck. So there's ways that you can set this up yourself by having your paycheck direct deposited and then having your IRA contributions come out the the same day as an automatic withdrawal. And so therefore, it's something that you don't have to have the discipline of physically writing a check and sticking it in the mail or logging on and transferring money. It happens without you Having to do anything,
0: right? I mean, sometimes out of sight, out of mind isn't a bad thing. Uh, obviously, letting that money grow without <laughs> worrying about it is a great step, and without being tempted to
1: spend it, just have it automatically taken from your check, so you don't even miss it. Right, and. I think there might be some listeners too. go, well, that's all great, you know, on paper, but I just don't make enough money um, to be able to do that. Well, here's another tip. Make a little bit more money. <laughs> yeah, so, there so you the, go. The, 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 increase the, that income. Increase that income. And I know it's maybe easier said than done, but I mean, this could be as simple as going up to your boss and just pitching that you need a raise and let them know, hey, I'm not saving any for retirement. You know, I'm barely getting by. I need a little bit of a raise, even if it's small and make sure you dedicate that towards your contributions to your retirement plans. Um, If that doesn't work, Uh, consider a little side gig you know you could drive uber um one day a week or on holidays or on busy days you could probably make an extra 500 bucks a month doing that put that all into your ira now a side gig doesn't have to be something that you're struggling with it could be something simple just to put a few extra bucks in your pocket and dedicate it all to retirement and it could be something that you might find fun and interesting too Yeah, I love that idea of making money
0: while you do something you enjoy. And a lot of side hustles or side gigs can be about that. Now, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Greg?
1: Well, just keep saving for retirement. These halts were, uh, you know, for emergency uses only. But if you want to talk about your retirement strategy or about getting that emergency uh, f- a fun setup, feel free to give us a call. You can reach my office, ask for Greg 808 791 2924. Log on to my website, therogroup.org. You'll find lots of insightful videos, articles, uh, links, and also follow us on Facebook. Follow the uh, Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook. We post things every week.
0: All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808 791 2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org.